0: Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giant Nation, Chris Bizignano, on this day before America's birthday, buddy. Uh, Before we get started, I would like to give a shout-out to the media captain, our sponsor, who records a weekly podcast. So after you get your Giants fixed by listening to the Giant Insider Podcast... If you wanna learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out The Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's The Media Captain Podcast, Twitter account at The Media Captain. So before we get started, I have to give a shout out to all of you who are listening, um, subscribing to our podcast, uh, giving us ratings on iTunes, because by doing that, Um, different companies are now contacting us on a pretty frequent basis and I'm forwarding stuff to, you know, they, my emails and everything. So I forward it to Chris and we just laugh about it. And, um, you know, the latest is T this T public.com who partnered with us to, to do basically t-shirts and paraphernalia, which is, you know, uh, I mean, you can get like buffoon crew mugs now and, and, and t-shirts and hoodies and. (laughs) <laughs> Long sleeve T-shirts, and what a great uh, organization, man! They just let us kind of do whatever we want. They partner with us. We have a storefront up now. It's on the Twitter account, so if you click on the link, it's in our pin tweet. But it's also on like the um way you describe what the Twitter account is. You can see the link there. And uh, what a what a great thing, man! It's it's it, it makes the the T-shirts actually cheaper than they were. So for those of yeah. you who bought it, thank you. But these guys make it cheaper. There's like a, a two two more days. You can get it for like 14 bucks. Any of the T-shirts. Um, and I don't have to you know write out the names and buy envelopes and ship them which I didn't care about doing but now they're actually the most they're going to be is 20 bucks for a t-shirt this is a no-brainer for Chris and I and we yep. uh, it's a it's a, what a great partner man what a what a great thing
1: what a great thing man and to think Jerry we started off like a year ago all oh, last september whatever it was and they said hey let's you know let's start doing a podcast I think people will like it this and that to so now selling shirts and mugs oh man it's just what an incredible journey, huh?
0: I mean, and a company doing it for us—like it's just yeah. comical when we start doing this. Chris, we're like going to do a podcast. We're like, I guess.
1: Yeah. And
0: we just started it, and it, it, the first two—if you—if you can find them—I think I deleted them. Hopefully, but the first couple were so clunky. Like it was just—I didn't know what I was doing. I'm sitting there talking into a microphone and calling Chris and being like, "Okay, let's try this." Yeah. And to the point now where the downloads are insane, and we have companies calling us. We have a—we actually have a new sponsor. Uh, for at least a few podcasts, mm-hmm. <laughs> our uh, our Twitter questions <laughs> will be sponsored by another company. you hear that. Let's story. just
1: say the male audience will appreciate this. <laughs> yes,
0: a great one. So, man, this is a fun time. I, it's uh, it's incredible. And those of you who have already bought uh, from T Public, thank you for your support. And um, it's just a lot of fun right now, man.
1: A Lot of fun, a lot of fun, and it's going to get even more fun once training camp starts and the season's right around the corner. And we really get into the football and all that. Um, just an amazing journey.
0: And Jerry, can I say something quick? Uh, oh, by the way, that's one of the shirts people wanted. So I got to see how these goes. People said already, you have to have one that says, Jerry, can I say something? So go ahead. Sorry.
1: <laughs> okay, Jerry, can I say something? Yes. I apologize for the last podcast. I did not realize how these microphones pick up everything. People were asking me, hey, Chris, what are you drinking on the podcast? Dude, it sounded so good. It sounded like scotch. Uh, it's not like we're at a bar, right? right. <laughs> I mean, what happened, folks, was that I came home. It was we did that Thursday night, right, Jerry? Yes. Um, and I was sweating for like three hours, like a farm animal, of uh, <laughs> coming from the place, you know, where, where I was with my wife. And I was thirsty as all heck, and I did not realize how loud that was every time I took a sip of my water. So I apologize for that, folks. Not that people really were pissed. It's just that I noticed that when people get the are asking me, I'm like. I guess they heard that. Then when I listened to the podcast, I'm like, oh my God, that was so loud. You could hear the ice cube. So sorry about that, bud. Sorry about that. I could that. hear Everybody it. And it's, it
0: sounded delicious. It just sounded like, man, what is it? Yeah. Scotch? Like a Thursday night yeah, scotch? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it was water. Unfortunately, it was water. But uh, <laughs> but uh, sorry about that, man. It won't happen again. Um, now I know why people are asking me after I listen to it, bud.
0: But yeah, um, so the orders are coming in. As they come in and as you guys have ideas, we'll put more stuff out there. Tee Public has been already a, a, a tremendous partner, yeah. and uh, it's just uh, a lot of fun. So, Folks, I
1: want to see these at training camp in a couple of weeks. I mean, they have, have magnets open now, dates. right?
0: We have magnets as well.
1: Yeah, there's bumper stickers, shirts. Yeah, there's <laughs> 10 open dates this season, man, to practices, so I better start seeing them.
0: I was, uh, I was laughing because was I was talking about this partnership, a buddy of mine said, it's like balls, and I remembered Yogurt, uh, Mel Brooks' character, oh. saying, Spaceballs, the flamethrower. And we were just saying, right. buffoon crew, the flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> the kids right. love it. So
1: Right, right. So, uh, yeah, good <laughs> stuff, man. Good stuff. I hope people enjoy it. Take a look and see if you like anything, you know? So,
0: so um, again, it's it's before training camp. We're kind of in the uh, the doldrums of the year for football. But I had a cool story. Uh, hanging out with my wife's cousin, Zach Mesde, uh, who plays for Temple and will be starting for them this year. You know, they played – uh, Duke last year in the bowl game and, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Jones lit them up for like six touchdowns. And that's where we had, had my opinion on, on Daniel Jones at the time, but he was saying, you know, he we was talking about a few minutes ago, actually. And he just said, uh, Jones is, is such a, a good kid though. Like for, for whatever his opinion was as a quarterback, he goes, what a nice guy. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, at the end of the game, Temple really just wanted to hit him. Cause he, he like I said, he, he had a good game against Temple. I think he had six touchdowns and two or three picks. Um, I forget how many yards he threw. For he had him. over 500 yards. Right. Yeah, it was a crazy game. Yeah. And Temple was hit. The guys were hitting him after the ball was thrown. Right. And and Zach said to him, Zach said to his teammates, hey, guys, let off him. He's going to be a top 10 pick. And Jones looked at him and goes, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So good yeah. stuff. Well,
1: you know what, Jerry, from being around him a few times that I have so far, he is a gentleman, man. A kid, it seems to be a real, real nice kid. So, um Yeah, so that does, in a way, it doesn't surprise me, that response, Jerry.
0: Yep. So we, um, you know, we also have a a newspaper, and Chris, you know, he's he's always, you're always conscious of bringing this up, and and we should, because it's what gives you, you know, the press pass and gives us credibility. We're not just a fan account. You cover the team, right? And we always talk about that, like, we're more than just a fan account. We are fans, but Chris covers the team. He's in the locker room, and it's because of the newspaper um, that, that we're able to do that, and some of the articles that were coming over, uh, we, we print actually on July 14th. So for those of you who subscribe, you'll get that that week. Uh, the, the latest edition is the pre-camp issue. Um, and then uh, for those of you who don't subscribe, really, it's a, it's a pretty good newspaper. We put a lot of work into it. it, it it's an extension of our buffundum in, in, right. in words. What's right. the, so you don't subscribe, what the hell's going on? Right, right. What is wrong with you, right? <laughs> but we have, yeah, we have other writers as well. Um, yeah, you know, Kevin yeah. Gleason who covered the giants oh, excellent. for Kevin's excellent. Yep. Kevin, you know, everybody's a pretty good writer, but Kevin's the kind of writer where he sends in something and I just correct one word to make myself feel useful. I think like it's grammatically the most correct thing, way, way better than me. Like I'll read mine and be like, man, what the hell did I just write? And Kevin's one of those guys who, you you know, I correct it like one word just to put, just to feel like I have a job. But uh, John Fenley contributes, Mike Ivensky, um, Christine Furco, and uh, also Chris Bizignano writes three or four articles now. <laughs> and Chris, I got to be honest with you, buddy. Um, the the article on the training camp battles, as a third party observer, me, forget editor, was one of the more interesting ones I've read. And thank you. Thank the interview you. Interview with BJ Hill. Like, thank you. he's one of my favorite giants now. And yeah. when you when he wrote, you know, what he said what he said in the interview, I don't want to give too much of it away. Um, it was interesting, man. And the the training camp battles is good. Looking forward to the other piece you're sending. But those of you who don't subscribe, um, you know, again, www.thegiantinsider.com, try to subscribe. And, uh, it's, we put a lot of work into it. It's, we put it probably, you know, probably more work even than, than the podcast, because it's not as frequent. So.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you very much. I hope people like it. Um, uh, I think the training camp battles, there's, there's a few of them that are going to be really interesting. You know, you know, pointed them out a little bit in the article, and uh, I hope everybody enjoys it, man. Hey, listen, uh, you know, we're going to say it like it is, my friend, like we always do. You know what I mean? Yep. So So, um, you know, and if, you, and if anybody thinks we don't say it like it is, just check out the Twitter. You know, when I came right out to Chad Wheeler and told him right out, <laughs> I'm sure people saw it, you know, about, hey, Chad, you know, I and I like Chad. You know, I pointed out last podcast. I yeah. interviewed him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Uh, um, and I told him, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I got you down as a swing tackle right now, but it wouldn't surprise me. And Chad, I think, respected that on Twitter. He gave me a thumbs up. He gave up. me the thumbs up. In other words, I respect that. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say hey, Chad, not now that he responded to me on Twitter. I'm not gonna say, Oh, Chad, I think you're gonna be the starter for sure. I love you, Chad oh. You know, no, I'm not gonna be like that. I'm gonna tell him, dude, I'm not gonna you know. And you'll see it in the article in the uh, upcoming battles. You know, I, I have him losing to Remis. You know, right now. So, um, going to say it like it is. But no matter, you know, listen, Jerry. We all know I'm in a locker room, and I became. You know, I know these guys pretty good, but yeah. I'm still going to say it like it is, my friend.
0: And uh, look, one of the in posi- a respectful way. Right, right. I mean, one of the position battles that you, you gave is slot corner, and uh, you were <laughs> Get obj- wise guy. E- what are you going to say e- again? Even though. Look, spoiler alert, guys. I don't think it's any any um, surprise that he would pick a certain Golden Doma to win the job. But you were pretty objective about it, and uh, that was I, you know, I read the I read the article. I'm like, you know what, Chris, man, good for you, buddy. You are objective. You're an objective writer who has an opinion, but you know, not saying I think Julian Love could be the best slot corner in the history of the NFL. So hey, you, you, you know, you're a golden. You're obviously a Notre no, Dame fan, but look, you 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 put a, an objective slant on it. I think we both do. So.
1: Right, yep. so I uh, hope everybody enjoys it. I hope everybody gets it. I hope everybody whoever subscribes right now. I hope they enjoy the next issue and if you don't subscribe, you might want to give it a look
0: cool, good stuff man so um this week we're we're actually- co- we're going to combine because we're doing one podcast. we're combining uh buffoon of the week and and the reason we're doing this today is we want to have this we want you guys to have this uh for your commutes to wherever the hell you're going July, And listen and on a beach tomorrow yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, so we wanted to do this now and then have it for the commute tonight or the commute tomorrow, whatever. Uh, but we will do buffoons and Twitter questions today. So before we get to Twitter questions, again, we have a, a new sponsor, I'll name that in a bit. Um, let's get to our buffoons of the week. I will go first uh, as I, I, I realize that everybody waits for Chris's and I think Chris kind of gave a, uh, a lead in as to what his who's his was gonna be, but anyway, whatever. And I did the same yesterday. I was I was getting aggravated, and then I was you know then I was called an old man or generational blah blah blah. But my buffoon of the week is look. I, I understand Madden ratings, and I understand that 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 the players look at them. But the fact that fans are get upset about it, like Daniel Jones is a sixty five. Look, Daniel Jones is is gonna have the same amount of respect as Eli Manning, no matter what he does, which is zero or or very little, right? Outside of Giant fans, Eli Manning is. You know, he's treated kind of badly. Um, I don't see that changing with Jones, even if he would just one day win a Super Bowl. He's just a good kid. He's humble. Um, so the fact that he's a 65 rating under other quarterbacks and, you know, Dwayne Haskins, guys, don't get your, 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 your you know, bowels in an upper over this. It's not a big deal. Um, I think it's stupid. I think I understand why people talk about it. I, I get why players do, but... Um, I don't understand why fans get upset over this. And for those of you who say I don't play Madden, I was playing Madden before. There were ratings when you just looked for number 56 and you rushed the quarterback the whole time and got 17 <laughs> sacks a season in, what was it, Madden 93, and you picked the 86 Giants. Mark Collins and and Lawrence Taylor were the two best Giants on that whole defense. I would basically, uh, I, would, I would choose Collins to return punts, and it was incredible. So, um, guys, fans who get upset, over Madden ratings, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sure some of you are subscribers. You guys are my buffoons of the week. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Um. Now, my buffoon of the week is your boy.
0: Okay, That's not my boy.
1: <laughs> the New York Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner. Why well, you're a Yankee fan? So I figured that's your boy, right? Who, the <laughs> Sports Illustrated article featuring alex rodriguez who has everybody bullshitted okay (laughs) about his comeback with his white teeth and his dye hair and all that crap okay (laughs) talking to steinbrenner steinbrenner said this might be the greatest comeback since the resurrection of jesus christ
0: oh boy
1: Yes, it's a hyperbole. I know that. But can't you come up with something else? Because, <laughs> A, we all know A-Rod's full of crap, okay? are uh, You You know, Joe, you always pick my chops about how the hell you know this person? How the hell you have a connection to this, right? Well, you want me to give you another connection quick? Yes, because, okay. by the
0: way, everybody, Chris literally may know everybody.
1: Well, I don't know, but I always seem to have a connection or maybe run across somebody. Well, I did run across a doorman back in the day who was... I'm sorry, a doorman in Alex Rodriguez's building. Mm-hmm. I think he he lived on the Upper East Side or Upper West Side. I forget which one it was, in Manhattan. And this guy said that Alex Rodriguez was the biggest piece of crap <laughs> on two feet. Okay? Saw him every day, didn't even acknowledge the guy. Yeah. Okay? So now I understand... You know, everybody, you know, they grow up and mature, of course, right? But to listen to Hal Steinbrenner say it's the great, greatest resurrection since Jesus Christ. To me, that was total and complete buffoon There wasn't another hyperbole, Jerry, you could have used. Are you kidding me? I mean, Are you actually yeah.
0: falling for this act, Hal? You could have said anything. You could have said, I, I um, mean, I mean, Otis Anderson,
1: I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, this, you know. Are you really falling for this act, Hal, okay, of this humility and all this stuff? It's comical. And to use that, I just read the article, and I said, I'm looking at it. I actually had to look at this paragraph like three times to make sure it came from Hal and never worked a day in my life, Steinbrenner, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm looking, are you kidding me with this?
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry, Hal. I know it's your boy, Jerry, but- (laughs)
0: That's your boy.
1: <laughs> Steinbrenner, you are the buffoon of the week.
0: So wh- what What was the context, though? Like, I, I still don't understand. The comeback, just him announcing or what?
1: Like- oh, no, no. Well, considering he was down and out with the steroids, oh, suing okay. innocent people, Got suing it. this one, that yeah. one, storming into Francesa, saying he's innocent. Francesa agreeing with him, kissing his butt. Um, let's see, uh, numerous times caught cheating, yeah. uh, although he was never technically caught, but he kind of like admitted to he served a year suspension, treated people like crap his whole life. Um, anything else I could add to A-Rod? Let's see. Oh, he acted like a three-year-old on the baseball field. The rest of the Major League Baseball hated his guts. Yeah. Um, and now the, con- you know, the story was that he's a businessman now, and he's a good guy, and he's, you know, he's humble, and he learned his lesson. He jumped off the Empire State Building without a parachute and all that stuff. You know, the humble guy, by the way, who has his initials on bed sheets and all over his
0: house, just to let you know. But this guy, um, this, this I was gonna say, this Yankee team is way easier to root for than than the A Rod Yankees, I, honestly. I mean, they're mostly homegrown, so. But anyway, that doesn't—that's not really relevant here. <laughs> <laughs> He's also married to J Lo. I'm running out of things to talk about with Alex Rodriguez, buddy. I was never a fan. I loved Alfonso Soriano when they traded him. I know they got. Hmm. You know, arguably the best player in baseball at the time. I, yeah. yeah, I was never a big A. Yeah, player. he's a
1: well, A. Rod was a super talent, no yeah, question about yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, I just when I read that, I was just like, "How are you kidding me with this?" Not, not going to argue. With uh, that. Earned my buffoondom. Uh, earned his buffoondom. He resides in Buffoondomville for a while. So uh, for that one, Go so ahead.
0: real quick, everybody yeah. asked a couple of weeks ago. Before we get to the sponsor for our, our Twitter questions, I wanted to point out the the in the know person that I knew with um, that I knew. That I, that I know um, with regard to NBA free agency. And I wasn't talking about Kevin Durant, folks. I was talking about Kyrie Irving. So I know I'm friends with someone who is not good friends, but best friends with Kyrie Irving's father. So for a year, this has been in the works. Like I'm telling Chris, I'm I'm telling Carl Banks, baby. Banks, he's coming to the Knicks. He's coming to the Knicks. Him and Durant, it's practically done. And then... Durant tears his Achilles and James Dolan comes into play. So he goes to the Nets. <laughs> so yeah. for a year and Chris can vouch for this. I mean, I was telling everybody, like, <laughs> I've never had an in like this where I've, I've met Kyrie's dad a couple times. Very nice guy. Um, I've <laughs> never had an in like this where it was like, it's going to be the Knicks. He, it's happening. It's happening. I would tell every. Everybody, cab drivers, strangers who had Knicks jerseys on, Knicks shirts on the in New York. Like this is happening. It's. I. I told everyone, and now Kyrie <laughs> joins the Nets. <laughs> sounds like
1: sounds like you should have nominated yourself before.
0: I could have, but I. I blame Dolan, and and that was a factor. I, and I know it's it's a very easy one to blame, but um, it's a toxic organization over there uh, at the Garden. It's a shame because. He seems to leave the Rangers alone, but he meddles with the Knicks. I don't know what it is uh, and, and why, but uh, whatever. Um, that was my end, though, folks. It wasn't Kevin Durant. It was Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving and Durant are friends. I knew they were going together. I just didn't know where as things happened towards the end of the season with the Achilles tear. I don't think the Knicks were willing to give. They say the Knicks weren't willing to give, what, Durant, the max the match, contract yeah, or whatever. Match, I don't know if that's yeah. true or not. I mean, who knows? I think Durant mm-hmm. was laughing at that. Uh, supposedly, again from my from my in that person in the know who was with them uh, last week, both guys. So, anyway, folks, I couldn't have nominated myself for buffoon of the week.
1: Yeah, and now I got to clean up the mess with Banks with you that you you know that you created, you know, because now he was so excited.
0: No, I let down. <laughs> I mean, I let down Carl. I, that's that's going to be my gravestone. Jerry Foley, here lies a Giants fan who let down Carl Banks.
1: He was so pumped up about Irving and Durant coming.
0: Well, he had Kyrie the Nick on his Twitter (laughs) account forever. And then I had to to message him and say, Carl, I know it's not my decision to go to the Nets, but I feel like I let you down. And he just (sighs) went back, yeah, it is what it is. It's business. I'm like, oh, he's so pissed at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway. So before we get to our Twitter questions, folks, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? You know what I'm talking about, right? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. As Chris would say, listen up, bluechew.com, that's blue like the color blue, B-L-U-E. BlueChew brings you that first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function or more confidence where it counts, guys, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the good old U.S. of A. It's its birthday tomorrow the United States. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, they've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code, GIANTINSIDER. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code GIANTINSIDER to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast and, in particular, our Twitter questions. Huh, well, buddy? What do you think? I like it. Good you know, stuff.
1: I, you know, it seems like the Giant Insider uh, podcast is not only, you know, helping people with giant news and giant America. inside stuff, and helping people all the ways now.
0: Helps you with your marriage, buddy. We are actually healthy to listen to at this point. Alright. Twitter questions. Got a lot of them. Yeah. You're right there, bud. I'm good, buddy. <laughs> that took me a while to get through it. Good stuff, pal. <laughs> hey, uh, that's
1: right. a great job, Jerry, man. Thank I you. I was curious whether or not you're gonna get through that. Good stuff, uh, man. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yes, and they're they're sending me a free sample, so we'll we'll uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. Anyway. There you go. All right. So first question. Cameron Newman at Cameron Newman. What do you think OBJ's reception will be once he returns to MetLife? I'll take your insult off the air. LOL, hashtag North Carolina, hashtag Giants fan. The insults probably directed towards me. What do you think, Chris?
1: I think it'd be uh 70 30. Positive or negative?
0: Positive. Do you?
1: Positive. Yeah, I think so.
0: I think it depends how the Giants do this year.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I think if they have a winning record in Cleveland struggles, I think he'll get booed. I think if he's has a great year and the Giants aren't doing that well, I think next year, I think he gets cheered. I think I think you're right. I think it's more seventy-thirty if those are the if, if the Giants are struggling and the, and the Browns are doing well, it's almost like we mm. want get back kind of thing. So, uh, uh do you know all of Are we playing the uh, I think we're playing the, the AC North next year? I think the Browns next year, I believe. Oh, we're, we're playing right. the AC North next year? Okay. Pretty oh. sure because we played them. When did we play the Bengals? When did we Browns? play the uh, Steelers
1: Thank and Ravens and all that? I'm trying to think last two years ago. Okay,
0: yeah, the last Steelers game. Was to, it was because yeah, it was 2012? Right, we played the well, we played the east we played the south last year. Yeah,
1: the east this year, and did we play the west two years ago? The charges and all, yeah, I guess so, right?
0: Yeah. yeah because yes, yeah, that because was Alex Smith and Chiefs. Right. Yes, yes. Okay, so we 2012, played 2012. We played the Steelers after Hurricane Sandy and lost. Right, so, so we played the Steelers 2020. There it is, boom.
1: Ah, so it looks like we're playing them next season. Oh wow, okay, that's going to be interesting, huh?
0: Yes. Hmm. All right. Good question from John Ilegio. I love this question. My cousin. Yes, your cousin. Leaving Barkley out of the conversation right now. Jerry and Chris, Mm -hmm. who's your favorite running back for the Giants all time? I still lean to Rodney Hampton for now. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag buffoon crew.
1: Mm. Uh, I go first, Jerry? Yes. Uh, Besides, I'm going to go with Joe Morris.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'll go Hampton because uh, it was the first official jersey I had. My my parents bought me, mm-hmm. the stitched one. But also, I just I loved his. Um, I love how he carried the teams through such bad years. I mean, he won a Super Bowl with him as the really the, the He was a lead runner until he got hurt, and then Otis kind of came in. But I like I was a big Hampton fan. Okay, I thought he carried them during some lean years. He's a
1: good back, man. He was a good back.
0: Luis Rivera at Big Lou, 464. Do you think what? Curry Coleman makes the 53 man roster? Yes. If so, would he be used for special teams like last year or take a bigger role in the wide receiver core, or possibly move up on the depth chart? Hashtag buffoon crew.
1: Well, right now he's a number three receiver.
0: Yeah, he's going to make the team.
1: It's going to be his job to lose right now.
0: And he's going to return kicks. You know, and right? he's going to
1: probably return kicks uh, like he did last season. Or at least he's going to be in. You know, he's going to be competing for that spot, returning kicks. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's any question. Any question he makes the 53. He, he would have to look pretty, pretty bad in his training camp not to make it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, don't, I mean, they like
1: Coleman, Jerry. Sher, uh, Pat Sherman likes Coleman. He likes him.
0: And uh, Chris covers this in his article, his training camp <laughs> battles article, guys. <laughs> so, if you want to read it, you have to subscribe. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew at All About Blue 88, camp battle questions. Do you think <laughs> Perkins has a realistic shot? At supplanting Goldman as the running back, as the second running back, and do you think C.J. Conrad will supplant Simonson as tight end three? Thanks, gents.
1: I think Perkins does have a realistic shot. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but does he have a realistic shot? Yes, I think he does. Uh, Goldman is a, a talented kid, but he puts the ball on the ground, man, and he drops passes. Sherman likes Perkins all around game as far as he loves he loves his route running out of the backfield. And he likes him. He likes, his, he likes him with the ball. So it's not unrealistic to say he's got a shot Perkins um, at that Gallman spot. And the other question, no, I don't believe CJ Conrad will knock Simonson out of there. No, I don't.
0: Yeah, I mean Gallman. I, I like Gallman, but he he's one of those guys. He fumbled against New Orleans and turned the tide of that game. That was a game that was winnable for the Giants. People forget, man. I, I always joke Drew Brees outside, but it was it was early in the season. But they could have won that game. I mean, you know, you call the it should have been a safety where Dalvin. Could have won that game. Yep. Tomlinson was was tripped in the end zone. Yeah, um, that should have been a safety. Gallman fumbled um, early on and it, it kind of yeah. turned the tide. So I agree with you. I think Perkins has a. I think Perkins has a shot. I don't think it'll happen, but it wouldn't shock me if, if it did. One it shot. Nope. CJ Conrad, I think they like Simonson. They just signed him. Um, if anything, Simonson or Conrad make Rhett Ellison expendable, but he won't be. Ellison will be there. I'm just saying, like, down the road, like, maybe next year, year after because he's a veteran. Um, but, no, I, I don't think he supplants uh, uh, Simonson either, Chris. No.
1: And you know what? Sherman went with four tight ends last year, right? That's right.
0: Yeah. So, Dick- I mean, it's
1: going Dick- to be. Dickerson, it's- right? It's going to be between Conrad and Dickerson, probably, yeah. for if, he, if he goes with four again, Sherman, which I'm going to, you know, when we do the 53, Jerry, I'm going to have four tight ends again going by what Sherman did last season, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, to me, it doesn't come down to Conrad um, and Simonson. It comes down to Conrad and Dickerson yeah. for that fourth spot.
0: By the way, talking about the roster, uh, we have to come up with a shirt that says, we cut the X-Men. Oh, God, Everybody's killing us for that still. So, guys, I know you're going to cut the X Man. However, <laughs>
1: we did not cut the X Man. <laughs> oh, no, I know it's funny. <laughs> it's
0: so funny. Uh, Graham Whittle at Graham Whittle. How much better do you think Peppers will be compared to Collins in this system? I know we should be better in coverage, but any other areas? Thanks for the coverage. A godsend for us fans over the pond, baby. I'll hang mm. up and listen. Hashtag Giants. Hashtag Buffoon Crew. Thanks, Graham. That's awesome. So, Chris, Peppers to Collins, think he'll be better, worse? What do you think?
1: Um, I think he'll play well enough that you're not going to miss Collins. I'm not going to say he's going to be better than Collins right now. Right now. I am not. I can't say that right now. I like what I've seen. I like what I saw last year with uh, with Peppers, the way he finished up in Cleveland. But I'm not going to say he's going to be better than Collins. But I think he's going to be a guy, Jerry, that you say, okay, we don't miss Collins. You know, You know what I'm getting at?
0: Yeah. And, uh, and, that's, and that's I think at cool. one point he got right, Graham. Graham, you're right. We will not miss him in coverage. I think Peppers will be better in coverage. Collins was an excellent tackler at the line of scrimmage. So we'll see. I, I agree with you, though, Chris. I don't think we'll miss him. Now, Vic P. asked a bunch of questions. Chris, I I, I mean, uh, Vic, I, I appreciate the questions. But um. so let's see. Well, yeah, no, he's talking about Hennessy and 4th of July and... What? non-football question he's asking a lot oh. of non-football questions football
1: football folks is football
0: it, and or pizza is it
1: <laughs> oh, no pizza football
0: baseball nah Vic. i love your questions but they're just too off the wall buddy thank you for listening we love you rich at pais oh here we go chris rich at paisano 21 <laughs> i what paisano p-a-e-s-a-n-o all my all my all my relatives are asking questions this week huh all the boys are out Will yeah. 26 have a C on his chest this year? It's actually a good question.
1: Well, 26. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I th- I, I, it's, yeah, it's possible, man. Yep.
0: So they name a, uh, what? Uh, they so. have four, right? They have offense, defense, special teams, and then what? Why do we have, Why am I drawing a blank here?
1: Yeah, why am I drawing a blank?
0: It was, D- it was like Michael Thomas, Eli. Yeah. If they Land- to- Landon? Yeah, I mean, if they have to take it away from Eli, then No. Um, I, think, I think we'll qualify this one with if Jones was the quarterback. Sorry, Lisa. Go. Lisa, we're not saying it. But if he was, then Barkley would right. probably be captain. So how about that?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to go with uh, – that's right. No, it's going to be Eli. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with Eli.
0: Here we go. Good question from Lou G at LS Gualtieri. Mm. If you had to re-rank the quarterback's pre, uh, pre-draft – would you change your rank or rating on Daniel Jones? If so, why? So, I guess after seeing him, Chris, would you change your rank? Uh, I
1: got, I, okay. Let's just put it this way. I'm not going to change my rankings right now. I'll tell you, all right, until they start playing competition. All right. Now, at that, with that, with me saying that, I'm very pleased with what I've seen with this kid. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say, okay, you know what? I would have him ranked the best quarterback coming out of all that. Not yet. I'm sorry, I can't do that yet. Yep. Um but I'm very happy and I think this kid will work out. I think, you know, I think the let's put it this way, the rankings that everybody gave this kid were horrific, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that was fair. So I'm gonna say those rankings of him being so bad and the worst quarterback, well, all that stuff, right? All that now, um, I don't, you know, it looks like that is not going to be a fair ranking. But as far as me changing it, uh, I'm not going to change it right now until I see this kid you know, in, ex- in preseason games and, and in the future right now because I, although I'm happy with what I've seen f- from him, uh, I'm not going to change it yet. Good stuff. Because, Jerry, you know, yep. when his 11 other guys lined up that are looking to take your head off, and when they start scheming, you know, and all that, it, it's a different story. So let, let's just hold off on that
0: right now. Yep. Good stuff, buddy. Shane Brown at Shane Brown 93 I love this question. Who was a player that the Giants drafted that you were really excited about at the time but turned out to be a big disappointment? I've got mine. I'll go, go first. Ahead, do yours. i got to think of Ron one. Dane. Shane, uh-huh. I was so psyched about Ron Dane. I was convinced he was going to be the man. And he turned out to be such a disappointment. I mean, luckily, Tiki Barber turned into Tiki Barber. Um, yeah. But... Man, was I pumped about Dane, and man, was I disappointed.
1: Jerry, I'm going to go back a little bit because yeah. I remember, and I, and I hate to say this because he was a Notre Dame guy, but when Eric Dorsey was drafted,
0: yeah.
1: um, I thought we had a Lenny Marshall-type defensive end, Yep, the way they built him up. Remember, Jerry? Yep. Remember?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and he turned out to be just a mediocre player. Um, so that was a, to me, that was a, that was a huge disappointment because I thought we were getting a 12, 14-sack stud when he drafted that kid um, and uh, he, he he turned out to be very disappointing to me.
0: Well, what's funny is if you look at that draft, like after that it was like Pepper Johnson, Mark Collins, yeah. Eric yeah. Howard, like yeah. the 86 yeah. draft was awesome except yeah. for, you know, I think we got Greg Lasker early too, if I remember. Um mm-hmm. Alaska contributed, too. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and Dorsey – yeah, right. Dorsey was okay. I think he, had a, he ended up getting a neck injury or something. I was, yes. I think it was one yes. of the guys that Young and Parcells definitely disagreed on, too.
1: Um, I believe it was. I remember, I remember hearing about that and reading it at the time. Um, the way – you know, when they drafted him, Jerry, I just thought we would like getting a dominant defensive end, and he never turned out like that.
0: Yep. Dan Hausman with another good one, a real thought provoker. D at D-House. d house as Giant fans, who is the all-time NFC East opponent you begrudgingly tip your cap to? I pick Emmitt for Week 18 in 93. I was there that game. I will never tip my hat to Emmitt Smith. However, I got to be honest. I hated him at the time, but, I mean, Troy Aikman was so accurate. He's just, his numbers aren't, like, it's funny. If you look at his numbers, they're not that great. You know, he, he doesn't have the numbers now that guys you know, need to get in the Hall of Fame but he was such an—if he had time, and that line gave him time, mm. he was just so damn accurate. Yeah, I he hated was so him accurate. at the time, but man, tip your mm. cap to him. Not a very yeah. good announcer, but a great player.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, I tell you, you're not gonna like this one, Jerry. That's
0: like, <laughs> right, well, it's gonna go. You're gonna go Philly. It's okay.
1: Um, a guy I always admired. I couldn't stand playing against him twice a year on the Eagles, but I have to tip my cap to him because he was so damn good and tough. Is Brian Dawkins, man, for the yeah. Eagles? Yeah, he was good. And he was a difference maker. Yeah, um, um, he was a pain, in a you know what to play against. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, you know, there's a, there's a few of them. Let's face it. I mean, yeah. you know, going, you know, there's a few guys you could tip your hat to, but come to, there's some guys you just hate playing against, man. And then when he was retired, you just one of those guys, Jerry. You said, you know what, Brian, I hated you on the Eagles. I hated playing, but damn, you were such a damn good football player and he's one of those guys man
0: yeah good good call there lisa at so bad six hey guys have a wonderful fourth of july holiday and love the t-shirts thanks lisa my worry this year is obviously on defense how many sacks do you see us needing to be a good defense this year also who on the defense can you see getting in the quarterback's face a lot i mean we've said carter and hill are probably the two i don't know as a team Hmm. i'm not good at the numbers like that how many do we need 30 40 i have no idea
1: well, you how many how many sacks do we need to be a good defense? Yeah. Well, you know, sack numbers could be a little deceiving at times. Yeah. You know, you could have some sack numbers and then go, you know, fifteen straight passes with a quarterback's looking all day. You know what I mean? Yep. But have three sacks for the game and you say, Oh, they had three sacks. But meanwhile, the other the other you no know, thirty-five attempts, the guy had all time. So, you know what, Lisa, I hate to put it on no- obviously you want to get in the forties. Okay, that's you always want to get in the 40s. 50s is a really, really good year, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, But I just want more consistent pressure, you know, um, where you're getting the quarterback off that spot. That's what I look for. Uh, That's we haven't seen that the last three, four years, Jerry, and quarterbacks have killed us. Right. Yep. Um, As far as the player, I look for a couple of guys. Uh, I look for Lorenzo Carter. Um, And I'm hoping, Lisa, I'm hoping Marcus Golden on the other edge. Um is another I keep, guy. I keep
0: forgetting about him.
1: Yeah, is another guy that I'm looking to disrupt the pocket.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and even the x man as a rookie. Yes, we're not gonna cut him.
0: No, we're not gonna cut him.
1: <laughs> even the X-Man, and of course, Jerry, you know, you just mentioned BJ Hill, five and a half sacks. You look for him to kick that up a little bit. Yep. Um, you know, and he looks from himself. You know, he actually we were talking about the him before. He thinks he could kick that up. He's gotta he's gotta, you know, fine tune some things in his game. So uh, that's what I'm looking for.
0: Robbins Exuma, Juki News, asks about the evaluation period you give Jones before deciding if he's the quarterback of the future. That's a good one because uh, we've talked about what time, when he'll go in, but I mean, it's, this is a two, three year thing here, Robbins. I mean, I, I don't see them giving up, even if he looks terrible, after a year or two. They're, he's, he's the man for the next two, three years, at least. Probably, hopefully 15, yep. but...
1: Yeah, it takes a couple of years, no doubt.
0: Frank Siato at Frank Siato. Oh, you wise-ass Frank, you. Training camp, I believe, opens on my birthday, July 25th. Happy birthday, then. Which one of you buffoons <laughs> will be getting me a cake? Looking forward to the ride with you guys. I'll hang up and wait for my cake. Befo- uh, hashtag buffoon crew. Uh, Frank, if we see you, we'll uh, we'll try and bring you a cake. Probably ice cream in the middle of July. Nice and melted for you, pal. But thank you. <laughs> Funny stuff. <laughs>
1: What is, well, he didn't tell us where he lives.
0: No, I know. I think he went to see us at training camp. So. Oh, at
1: training camp? Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, the first day?
1: Yeah. Oh, Frank, I'm sorry, man. Uh, that's going to be rough. The first day is kind of chaotic, but I hope you come over, dude, if you're there.
0: Yep. Mike Jerky, uh, uh, Video Game Rankings. Mike, I'm not answering this, buddy. I'm sorry. I don't care about Video Game Rankings, but thank you for contributing. I apologize. Jerry, me. can
1: I ask you something quick? Yeah. I don't even know what you are talking about. I have played Madden, but well, they all What ranked, do you mean video game? Like, like they 65. rank each quarterback?
0: Yeah, they, 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 they rank each player. Like it's n- numbers. Like oh, oh,
1: like Tom Brady's like one or something like that. Like, no,
0: like no, like Lawrence Taylor would be like a ninety-nine. Oh, oh, okay, would be a 99, I got 99.
1: you. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. all right. So he
0: has right. like he says like the giant the guys that are higher than Daniel Jones are are Darius Slayton and Terrell Jackson. <clears> gotcha. <clears you. throat> I just don't care. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
1: uh, uh, Mike. Wait a minute. Did you just say Terrell Jackson? Yeah. The, the kid from university of buffalo
0: undrafted rookie yes is is, is rated high in jones apparently
1: okay let's move on
0: right. okay uh joseph c at Moulton centra 81 oh love it love this question fourth and goal from the nine with four seconds left in the game eli throws a fade to the corner of the end zone who do you trust more to catch it burris or beckham plaxico burris any day of the week and twice on sunday what say you chris yeah,
1: I'm going to have to go with Plax. And now when he was a big boy, you could go up and go get it, man. I will go with Plax.
0: Kyle Johnson at Kyle Johnson 3. I don't know if you guys are seeing the Zeke. Oh, this is funny. I thought of this. the Zeke Elliott statement, but he said he apologized to Kyle Johnson. I never received that apology. Also, would you guys rather see Bethea walk after this year, productive or not, or add a new free safety? Nah, it's too soon to see, man. If Bethia has game left, I don't care how old he is.
1: What was the apology to the Kyle Johnson? Program?
0: Well, no, Zeke Elliott had to apologize to this guy named Kyle Johnson. Oh, right.
1: oh that was the security guard's so name? So Kyle
0: Johnson said he never got the apology. <laughs>
1: okay, I get it now. I didn't know the security guard's name yeah, was Kyle so Johnson. Yeah, so the first thing
0: I thought of when I saw the <laughs> apology Kyle Johnson. I'm like, oh, wow, I wonder if it was the same guy.
1: Well, oh, Kyle, I wish you would stop messing around with Zeke, man. I mean, what you get up in his face? But uh, <laughs> No, that's pretty funny, though. Same name. Okay, I got it now. Um,
0: what was the other part of that question? uh Bethea, do you want to see him walk after this year whether he's productive or not i said it's not if he's
1: productive no yeah right no i mean i like the draft you know uh uh you know and you know he a replace. i mean uh, somebody that's going to come in for him in 2020 you know but no i don't want to see him walk if he has a, if he's productive
0: john panic at j panic 5 if a train leaves the station at 955 a plane takes off at 10.05 and a ship sets sail at 10.25. Do the Eagles still suck? Oh, John, I love you. Yes, they do, buddy. That's the creativity I'm talking about. Uh, Jim Vassal at Jim Vassal TV. And I sent this one to Bob Papa. This was very cool. Oh, so did I. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, you must think we're stalking him.
1: Yeah, probably. Papa thinks we're stalking Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've,
0: always, I've always wondered this. What was your favorite call by Bob Papa, the man who inspired me to go into broadcasting? the Seahorn INT and the JPP field goal block versus Dallas come to mind. But my favorite will have always been uh, the Super Bowl touchdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. <sighs> yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, it's hard. The, to. The
1: touchdown. Tyree catch was pretty awesome too, man.
0: Yeah. the, the, the um, Touchdown. Well I would say the dominance. plaques
1: touchdown. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what? That's an easy, uh, the other one I like was the Victor Cruz 99 yards. I'll go with that one too.
1: Yeah, that was, yeah, you're, you're right, Jerry. There's a few girl You know what, Jerry, just to go back before pop, I don't want to, you know, um, I know it's going off the question, but Jim Gordon, the George Martin interception, George Jim Martin, Gordon, was my favorite.
0: <laughs> he lost his mind on that play.
1: He lost his mind.
0: Uh Shane Brown. Did I read a Shane Brown one already? Uh, you know what? If I did, I don't care. This is such a good one. Who, in your opinion, was the worst Giant ever to play in at least 15 games for the Giants? Hashtag buffoon crew. Wow. Oh,
1: well, you, you know, oh. if you're asking me, I go, oh, I go back to the 70s, so I got a list of them. <laughs> But you know what? Craig Morton was one of them. And Joe Posarcik.
0: <laughs> yeah, those guys.
1: Jerry, there's so many, dude. Uh, uh, the worst Giant to play. I, well, Posarcik, I literally couldn't stand. Yeah. Um, Morton was just at the end of his career. Um
0: when we traded a bro- first-round pick that ended up being Randy White for him.
1: Yeah, when, every time I saw Randy White, oh, my God. Every Giant fan. I remember my father cursed every time he played the Cowboys, Randy White was Oh God, um, I don't know. I'm gonna go with somebody in the '70s, probably like a Pasagic or something.
0: I joke when I say this, and it's you know like Craig Morton and, and Pasagic. Those guys almost give my father heart attacks in the '70s. Right. Like right. Yeah, he just hated those guys. They were t- Hat, hate I guess,
1: hatred. <laughs> I,
0: I, I guess more recently I would go Eric Flowers, CC um, Brown, Curtis Riley. They were pretty bad players that have suited mm-hmm. up for us like in the Wilderness 2.0 years that we're in. But yeah, you, you go back a little before me. Um, I would go with those guys. I mean, there's some in the '80s I could try and think of, but nobody is blatantly bad as those guys. Like the, the Flowers, <laughs> Riley, and C.C. Brown were absolutely horrific. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> but Morton, buddy, what a good call!
1: Oh my god, I—I <clears throat> I mean, it seems like yesterday. That, and and you know what I'm talking about because your father was like my father when it came to Morton Bisagich. Obviously, the way you just said that, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, real uh, quick. The cursing
1: that got from the stadium in the upper deck as Pasajic fumbled again or threw some ridiculous pass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Real, real <laughs> quick, when I when I met I met Adam Graves in, in uh, Times Square and I walked past him and I yelled his name and he came back. and one of the coolest athletes i ever met. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, Adam. And this was when my, my father was alive. I said, hey, Adam. I want to thank you for that cup in 94 because if you didn't win it he may not be alive today he goes hmm. you tell your father Adam Graves says hello I was like oh yeah, there's yeah. a guy who gets it man that's awesome yeah,
1: oh yeah Adam Graves is a class act man. class act like uh, Messier like uh, Messier yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, one more Javier Burgos at CT underscore Giants fan who will be your surprise disappointment next oh I don't like that question Javier I don't want a surprise disappointment I want to do well right
1: no. yeah I don't want a surprise disappointment no I not um, come on javier what was that about
0: yeah you're better than that javier come you're on,
1: better than that javier come on
0: you're buffoon crew you're uh you're royalty no yeah, i know oh my god i'm trying to go through these let me just find one more um but yeah man um that's funny that's a funny That that, that, that was a good question about uh the, you know the, the worst giant to play i don't know why you said 15 games i think that's kind of funny to choose 15 games um, it's kind of arbitrary. You'd say full season or one game, Jerry, fifteen games. Hey, Jerry, that's kind of Jerry, Jerry,
1: that's a great question. Oh, you know I what? 15, I, guarantee... I
0: guess I guess Craig Morton and, and did they play fifty? Yeah, they played. When was the sixteen game schedule? That was after what seventy whatever?
1: Oh, 79. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, uh, so you know what? <laughs> so it was fourteen
1: games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe it was. Uh... I guess
0: technicality. Well, right?
1: Pasatich was seventy nine. That was the fumble year, right? Seventy eight. What 78. was the fumble year? Yeah,
0: seventy
1: eight. I think that was a – was that? I think that was a 16 game. Oh, I don't remember now. I don't remember when they changed. I think it was 79 they changed. Um, so well, you get the point though, folks, even though it might have been 14 games, or whatever, you get the point. Um, but Jerry, can I say something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> apparently, we have to get that shirt made. Yes, <laughs> um, anybody that is
1: 50 plus years old, as uh, unfortunately I am, you're you, 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 thank God you haven't caught me yet, right?
0: Mm, not yet.
1: And and you ask that question to a guy that's 50-plus years old. I guarantee you, Jerry, they go to some dope from the 70s. Guarantee you.
0: Yeah, no, you're right.
1: It was just too much suffering, bud. Too much bad football.
0: Uh, one more. And, um, you know, we've explained this before, but it's a good one because I guess there's new listeners. We have more downloads now than ever, so there's probably people who don't know what this means. Joe at JRoss64 I'd like some background on how Buffoon Crew came to be. So real quick, um, the Buffoon Crew – the, the, Chris uttered the the word buffoon about somebody, and and it was it caught on. I mean, people were texting me like, dude, this guy's awesome. This guy Chris. They would say, this guy Chris you're with, said the word buffoon, um, and only the way he could say it. And then buddies of mine would text Chris and like, hey man, talk about the game this week. And Chris is like, yeah, you and the buffoon crew over there. And that's how it started. And people said, you know, we would put out Twitter polls like, hey, do you listen to our podcast? And they'd be like, yes, of course, I'm a buffoon then we had buffoon of the week. So long story short, buffoon kind of has two meanings, one buffoon of the week, bad buffoon, and then there's buffoon mm. giant fans like us, complete idiots who have blind faith in our team even though they're likely supposed to, going to let us down. We are buffoons. So that's where buffoon crew came from, so.
1: Yeah. Well said, Jerry. Well said.
0: Thank you, buddy. Uh, anything else, pal?
1: No. No. Uh I think that's it, man. Well, everybody enjoy the 4th of July and uh We'll see everybody next
0: week. Yep, and uh, careful with the fireworks, guys. Don't pull a you know, JPP or anything. Like oh, podcast.
1: that was, oh my gosh. Sorry, i okay. mean to offend
0: the JPP fans out there, but you just got to be careful. <laughs> got to be careful.
1: Can you go one podcast without insulting somebody?
0: <laughs> guys, order your t-shirts and blue chew. Avoid the fireworks. You'll be golden. So, um, all right, seriously, if you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider or a subscription, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com. And download our app and the App Store, uh, Giant Insider app. So happy birthday, America. Chris, awesome time. Everybody be safe. Enjoy the 4th. And remember, most importantly, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody.
1: All right. Enjoy, everybody.